Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm your host, Peter Venue, along with my co-host, Anthony Toma, and the beautiful Frances McCullough. And she is here today to go perfectly frank with us on all type of conversations that has to do with her new book. Last time we had her, her book was in the works. Now we've got it out and about. It's going to be available for you to purchase on hard copy, and also you'll be able to find it on audio as well, too, correct? Right. It'll be on audio in about six weeks. Cool. And she's got her website that she's launching, which is IamPerfectlyFrank.com, which will go in-depth with questions and answers regarding stuff like this and common practices of dating and everything else has to do with our community and others. But good to have you back. Thank you. Anthony, awesome to have you back with us on Thanks, this one, man. too. I so appreciate This that. is going to be a fun one. Why don't you tell everyone the name of the book? So yes. for those that are not uh, uh, watching this on video and right. listening to this. So the name of the book is The Man He's Stupid and the Girl She's So, so Bitch. Relationship <laughs> Wisdom from My Chaldean Mother. Although the book is not just for Chaldeans. It's just that the information came from my very wise wonderful mother who happens to be Chaldean. Okay, so here's the question for you. You had to um, experience some of the things in here, both personal and hearsay, right? For you to write this book. 100%. When you got in depth with it, shit, you had a lot to write about. Give us some of the things that got you to start this process and like why you even got to this point. So I'm the youngest of seven. Mm -hmm. So the youngest child, and I think this is probably true for many youngest children, is we watch from our older siblings what's going on. Sure. So we really get away with a lot more than them, right? Mm -hmm. And um, because of many things in my experience, losing a sibling when I was young and my parents suffering their own issues, I got to figure out how to do life right. at 13 years old from that point on. Yep. Yep. And and in that space, I had a lot more freedom than what I used to have from being totally disciplined to no disciplined, mm -hmm. figuring out how to do this thing called life. And I became, and I probably already was, a major observer of people and their behavior. Mm -hmm. And that has been a lifetime passion for me, to observe someone's behavior. And what I discovered is everything is relationship. Your whole life is in relationship to sure. people, to things, to clothing, to money, to success, to whatever that measure of success is yep. for you. And so the book arose because we need to learn love. And we think love is, we don't get that love is an inside job. It's not what's coming from outside of us. It's what we're giving out and what's reflecting back to us. Mm -hmm. And when we can observe that, we can sure. give up some of this judgment that we were raised with. True religion is without judgment. True religion in our time today sits in a need to control the people. And mm -hmm. so we're going to use fear and judgment to control the people. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, It's just that's the way. Mm -hmm. But for some of us, we question it. We go, hmm, that doesn't feel right to me. That's okay, too. Although religion would set a weight of judgment upon that. Sure. What if it didn't? What if yeah. you could let go of the fear? What if you could explore and learn? Because Aramaic is what the original Bible was written in, Aramaic and Correct. Greek. And in Aramaic, the word sin means nothing more than mistake. And the mistake is never the problem. The problem is the repetition of that mistake. How do I know it's a mistake? Doesn't feel good to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, but just because it doesn't feel good to you doesn't mean it's wrong. Let's use what's happening in Michigan today and the rest of the United States. 
marijuana is terrible. It's going to make you sick. It's going to kill you. You can't use it. I'm not going to mm -hmm. let my kid, right, to today, it's legal. All of a sudden, it's okay. Hmm, that's interesting. So there was a time of rule where it was no longer, it was a criminal. You were bad and right. people put that heavy weight on you. Right. Now, it's acceptable. and Because they've changed perception. Because they've changed perception. And that's the key. You see, spirituality and religion, I believe in God. I tend to call God source energy or God. I don't care. I've read many religious books because I couldn't understand why people would get mad at this source energy because this one passed away or this one did this. Source energy, God gave us free will and choice. Can we rise out of this place in glory? When I make a mistake and something doesn't feel good to me, and then all of a sudden I go, huh, I guess it's really not a mistake. And I rise up and I feel good. Am I walking in the light of this source energy of God? Sure. Right now, you no longer have this, you know, uh, view of people that smoke weed. Maybe a lot of people still, still do or use these kind of substances. But people would accept you as an alcoholic before they would accept you as someone. And so it's... How do I rise in that space within me yeah. without the government deciding, how, can I rise in that space? Do I find fault with it? Do I judge? Do I need to judge? And how is judgment serving you as a person? That's where this book came from. You know, it, it's funny. So I want to play off that a bit. Um, it's like what you're saying is I've had that experience personally, and it was rough. I dated someone who I was really good with, and... You know, the dad just knew that I smoked cannabis and that I was involved in the industry, okay? And he just didn't care for it. He wasn't about it. He didn't like it, this and that. Well, I mean, let's be real. It doesn't matter how it goes out. The person's now married, and the person that they're married to is actually a full-blown gardener, and everybody knows it and is in the industry heavy. Mm -hmm. But the dad accepts it now, you know what I mean? Because there's a difference to it, like you're saying. And I think, um, you know... We, we can play off the whole chromosome, like, like our chromosomes, right? We have, women have theirs, we have ours, we break things down differently, right? The, the moms that we grew up with, they weren't your normal chromosomes. Their emotions were much stronger than your average American woman, okay? And we couldn't date in general. Finally, when I was able to date, you know, and to expose it and say, listen, I'm not going to date you unless you tell your parents. I'm not going through this bullshit. We did it enough when we were younger. So again, like you said, stigmas hold, stigmas roll, and stigmas will click, and then we get bashed on that we're looking for Barbies these days when we're not. We're looking for a beautiful woman with a great soul who can just help us. And why can't Barbie or beauty be who you are and not just the way you look? Right. Why do we have to get stuck in I need to paint this picture mm -hmm. instead of see me for who I am and allow me to date you because something about my energy is attracted to your energy, mm -hmm. right? Maybe it's the way you dress. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's through your brain. I don't care if you've been to college or not. Maybe I love your compassion, your empathy. We get so caught up in judgment. Mm -hmm. We get so caught up in judgment. I was, I went to California when I was young, okay? I don't want to tell how old I am, even though most of you know. Uh, I went when I was young. When I came home, my father said to me, you know they're talking about you. I'm like, who's talking about me? Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, people. I said, what people? And mm -hmm. he started telling me the people. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know these people. He mm -hmm. said, but I do. And he said, and that bothers me. 
I said, Dad, I'm sorry, but these people aren't making my life, okay? And then uh, he said to me, you know, they said this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but none of that's true. Doesn't that matter that none of it is true, right? And so he um, he rose in this place of shame. Mm -hmm. And he rose in this place of it matters what other people say outside of me. And I looked sure. at him and I said, what do you think? He said, I know you. I raised you. Those words blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I raised you. I know who you are. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it as parents, our children learn 99.9% .9 from what they see in right. us. Not what we say, right. but what they see in their parents' behavior. So I was no longer Chaldean marriage material. Mm -hmm. That's it. My dad said, I said, I don't even want to get married. What's the difference? I'm yeah. not ready yet for mm -hmm. this. Like, I'm still in self-discovery. Like, you know, at this time, I think I was 24 or 25 years old. Yeah. And I had... You know, I had not thought of marriage as something for me. I'd even been asked to be married from a couple of guys. And it's like marriage, like, mm. I'm not sure that I can do that yet, yeah. you know. And um, I recently had a gentleman reach out to me and he said, do you remember when you were younger and I said to you that I wanted to have, I, I thought about marrying you and you said to me, I'm not marrying you until I have sex with you, right? And I was one of those girls that didn't have sex young because I was raised in this family, sure. right? Yep. Today, that's very different, and I'm right. so happy. I'm so happy that we are exploring a little bit. I'm so happy that we're testing the market, because when you are in a relationship, it requires a sense of openness, a sense of self. If we continue to come into these relationships from my time, where, no, you can't do this, no, you can't do that, you have to kiss his ass, he doesn't have to kiss your ass, do whatever he tells you, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, now mm -hmm. for many people that worked, but I'm promising you for as many as it worked, that same many it didn't work. Sure. Okay, that same many it didn't work. Today we must ask each other questions. Okay, it does not matter if you're college educated or not. Intelligence has nothing to do with books. True. It has everything to do with you being curious and interested and wanting to find out information. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. So in a relationship, Find out information. Ask questions. It's it's kind of different for the three of us sitting over here because being that the first up in, in this country, we had it different. And it, you didn't open conversations. You couldn't even talk about sex back then. Se sex was frowned upon when we were younger. Talking to a girl, trying to date her, we couldn't even do it without the brother, the dad, or moms, or somebody jumping down our throats. Today's day, you have that open. The conversations are there. And now... I see it at a younger age, male females interacting more where we did not have that in our community growing up. You couldn't. I couldn't call my a girl to come over when I was in high school. You know, I was going to St. Mary's and I couldn't tell my mom. Like, I had a girlfriend at like 17, 18 years old. He picked up the phone. He said, hang up with her. Don't call this house again. Oh. Like, that's what it was at uh -huh. that age. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't do it. Like, it was frowned upon. And and um, it's changed a lot. Um, and I just want so the audience know... When you say the man is stupid and the girl, she's so bitch, explain that because Beautiful. we do get ignorant, we do get right. angry at times, and she does become so bitch and doesn't understand why we're so also emotionally right. charged. Right. So I don't mean the man, he's stupid. Yeah. And my mother did not mean that. Yeah. So what she meant was, Francis, every day he's going to come home. He's going to kiss you. 
You got the baby here running. You're making the dinner. The jar, it break on the floor. The man, he can't see nothing until you tell him, honey, I break the jar. The baby, he's running. Because the man, if he don't have the file out, if he's, the men are very linear. If he's not looking at it or thinking of it, he can't see it. Mm -hmm. He's just doing his thing, right? And women get all upset. He doesn't love me. He didn't see me. What an asshole he is, blah, blah, blah. The fact is, my mother said, if you have the tune, if you have a tone in your voice, honey, I need your help. Can't you see I need your help? He just walked in the house. Inside his head, his brain went dead. You make a tone in your voice, any of us, our, mm -hmm. our brain goes dead. And he thinks, what did I did? Why she be so bitch? Right? So for a man, it's just ask me. I'll give you everything you want. Yes. But tell me exactly what you want. Don't decide I'm going to know. And don't think because you told me yesterday, I'm going to remember today. Correct. Ask me again today. Mm -hmm. But don't ask me if, I can't believe you can't remember how to do this. Would you please do this? How do I have to ask you every day? Uh, you can say, honey, I've asked you this every day. Could you please do this again today? Women get upset because they think, why do I have to change? But you're not changing. I'm not changing. Right. I'm simply changing the way I do what I do, my behavior, in order to get what I want. By the way, how selfish is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm going to get a response from you mm -hmm. if I'm calm. Now, I'm loud. Okay, so I have to catch myself because sometimes loud seems Tony, mm -hmm. right? So I have to go, hey, honey. And my husband is my exact opposite. The boy doesn't swear. He doesn't fart. He doesn't. He's just the most calm, sweet, wonderful. He's the perfect person for me. I'm exactly his opposite. That's why I'm partners with him. He's this. That's the perfect. Right? See, no cussing, no nothing. <laughs> he's my John. He, he's my man. <laughs> but he accepts you. What if you had a woman? like him that accepted you what if you had a woman that was your person and she was that opposite wouldn't that be nice what do you think AT? And, and would what, we win what, yeah. uh, i guess <laughs> and, and what if you could enjoy her it's not broke back mountain right yeah. now <laughs> see and guys in relationship you guys don't have tone women we do we can be such bitches man women with women can be they get very contentious and very jealous and very, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember my mother saying to me, I said, Mom, they're talking about me. They're so... My mother goes, they're jealous. Hmm. I go, I know. I don't like it, Mom. She goes, no, it's good. I said, why is it good? If they talk about you, it's good news because they have you have something they want. Mm -hmm. She said, you should woody when they don't talk. Hmm. I'm like, seriously? And I got to tell you, there's so much truth to that. You know, what if jealousy is a deadly sin? And by the way, there was a cardinal, I don't know when, in the, you know, 14, 1300s that decided that these deadly sins that were written by a great philosopher, and I'm sorry, I don't have the accurate information for you. And he said, I'm going to make these deadly sins in the Bible, in Catholic, right? And so we have envy, greed, gluttony, sloth, lust. I can't remember the other two. But, you know, I liken anger to one of them. Mm -hmm. And when we are angry or sit in any of those seven deadly sins or any offshoots of them, you're not who you are. You become a whole different person. Yeah. In the Catholic religion, we call this the devil, right? Mm -hmm. I call it crazy thinking. And by the way, in Aramaic, in the original Bible, the word devil, if you looked at it, if you looked it up in the dictionary, it means thinking crazy. Thinking crazy. Well, what's thinking crazy? Oh, I'm so angry. I'm going to just kill you. Like I do. I used to do it with my kids. And then when they did it back to me, I went, yeah, that's not working. So <laughs> I turned my voice really low and I went, 
Okay, guys. I don't like that. I'm going to go walk away. I'll come back when I'm ready. Mom, what's wrong? No, I'm okay. I can't talk to you now. I'd walk away. Come back an hour later. Okay, let's have this conversation. Listen, boy, but that doesn't feel good to me what you just did. These are the rules of society. Well, why do we have to follow society? I don't want to go to school. I hate doing homework. I'm like, hmm, I get it. Like, why do we have, you're in school eight hours a day, and now you have four more hours of homework for what? Did they teach you? Because if they taught you, you might use it instead of do homework, mm -hmm. right? But if they taught you, are they actually teaching you? And then I was just with someone that's a that used to be a teacher, and to respect her, she said, I left the teaching because of all the standardized stuff. Now the kids have to learn this, 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 and this. My son is in the 10th grade. Why do I have to take chemistry? I'm never going to use it. Yeah. It's not something I'm interested in. He refuses to do homework. I said, okay, fine. I'm okay with that. So how, how did he pass? How did he get to the 10th grade if he refused to do homework all these years? He didn't refuse to do homework all these years because we had a sense of control from kindergarten to 8th grade. Mm -hmm. Okay, if they get into ninth grade, they start to rebel. 10th grade, they're done. Okay, now that's not every child. That's right. my child. Well, okay. I'm, I'm asking because my child is the same way. Listen, and then and if the that's my son gonna, and then my daughter's yeah. like falling right behind. If the school's not going to pass them, there's a problem with the school, not your child. Let's talk about that. So go to. I went to the school and I said, "Listen, I'm not sure how much homework you're going to get from this guy. Why don't you ask him questions? He's not interested in the subject. He has no use for the subject. The government has decided he has to take the subject. Let's empower him where he's at. He likes biology. He likes the growing of plants." Take him there. He doesn't like algebra. Take him to basic so math. What if there's a curriculum that's already set? It's place, their curriculum. So, it's still right. the school. It's still the government. I went to the school. I said, this is where it's at. Well, I'm not sure we can graduate him. Are you kidding me? Should I take him out of school now and get him a, G get him a GPA? Well, he's going to need this stuff. I don't think so. Because when you go and learn about a GPA, they just need the basic stuff. My daughter went to an alternative school because she had erred on a lot of anxiety. It just, I, what I don't, school was that? She was at um, Bowers Academy, both of those schools. Okay. And both of my kids started at Detroit Country Day. Mm -hmm. Okay. My son has an issue called dysgraphia and dyscalculus. Writing, this actual writing, and math. Who would have thought? But his IQ is 140. How can this be? Jeez. Because these people are truly brilliant, mm -hmm. and we don't empower them. Right. If you were in Finland, by the way, kids start school at 10, a 9. They get out of school at 1. They eat breakfast at home. They eat lunch at home. No homework. If there's any homework, they have 20 minutes between each class to because the child didn't understand it for yeah. the teacher to teach them. But no homework. So selfishly, I, I took you off course and we took attention off, okay. off from the book. Sorry. So we're going to talk about this because it's I'm very interested in, in mm -hmm. hearing someone that's experienced and kind of in the same shoes that I'm in mm -hmm. currently, That but you got through it and it and you, you're a genius like that. Mm-hmm. How many chapters in the book, and just to get back to the book, how many chapters in the book, and Good what are question. they about? How many chapters are in this book? I think there's nine. What, what, what are some of them <laughs> Seven about? Seven chapters. And what will okay. people find so in the book? So what they're going to find is how to communicate with... Uh, it's not just about a guy communicating with a girl. Right. And, you know, this equality stuff, we are different. Men are different than men. They operate differently. Their body functions are differently. I am all for equality for how we treat each other yeah. in, you know, equal pay for equal work. You know, a woman has a lot. She's going to have a baby if she is. You know, we have to decide, okay, honey, what kind of allowance am I going to get? Because I'm no longer bringing in an income. I need a particular allowance for this. We need to create a budget on what it costs to have a child and all of those expenses. We need to communicate about sexual and sexuality. 
you know, please, I offer you people the thought of, do I need to judge? I don't care. Go to church. Love your church. Enjoy your church. But do I always have to follow the doctrine exactly? You don't. Trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right to you and you're feeling drained and pulled down, are you walking in the light of God? Because when you walk in the light of source energy or God, it feels fabulous. It's joyful. It's happy. It's peaceful. It does not have contention. It has pure love. And you know what? I just want to tell you that like what you're saying, like to bring the, the sexual part of things, relationships, it is a breakdown. And I don't know if I could be saying this and whatever, if you want to omit this, if I'm too out of line, but it it's sad when I hear my friends who are married say, I get it once a year Yeah. from my wife. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? Yeah, it started off this way. Then after we had our first kid, it went to this. And after a second kid, it was only down to this. Well, how many times a year does the man give the woman an allowance? Nah. But it's have, a shame. Might have to do with right. something to do with it. the allowance is good. It, it's it's the communication. I, I was gonna say that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And does it become that like okay so? And again, this could be exposing the situation is when it doesn't happen, the men go out and cheat, okay? Because they're not getting it at home, and that's the common practice that's happening even within our own community. And that's why to me the rise of divorces have occurred higher because. The relationships have been more torn than they were before, where before we had um, marriages that were set up versus now we go find the marriages without our moms and dads influence on them. So when they were pushed into how you're going to love to be a family, we are you have to create the love to become a family. Okay, that was more you were forced into it. Right. As back then. So today I see it more happening because it's just the relationships have become more torn and they're not what they used to be. That's the reason I wrote this book. Too many divorces. Is it okay that I'm speaking on 100%. that? Because I'm just saying, like, it's just we from what I see. And I'm open. single, so I'm just... We need to be open. The church needs to be open, which I think the church is open, but they then they then they cut you down and make you wrong because of this. Listen, women get attitude, and they don't, and then they then it builds, and it builds, and it builds, right? Yeah. Because they've decided, because they don't understand how the man's brain operates, that you don't love me because you didn't do this for me. It has nothing to do with love. It has everything to do with he didn't do it for you. Stick with the facts. Why didn't he do it for you? Because he doesn't operate that way. Mm. Some men absolutely don't like giving gifts. Hmm, let me ask him, honey, how can I get you to give me gifts? Because I like them. Can I have somebody say, hey, pick up flowers for your wife today? And and, because some men don't like expectation. By the Mm -hmm. way, some women don't either. Please don't expect it of me. Let me do it. That's the conversation. My husband and I used to do a Tuesday night. We called it a Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Tacos. I have Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Okay. I I clearly am a communicator and my husband is an engineer. Very, you know, I had to pull it from him. When I realized having the tone with him gave me nothing, mm-hmm. I went, okay, this is not working for me because I want something from you. So I said to him, can we have a Tuesday night? Can we have a night where any conversation is open and we do our best not to carry what we discussed afterwards because honey i am perfectly frank Mm -hmm. i am Mm -hmm. and he is an engineer like that family was sugarcoat everything Mm -hmm. and i had a talk with him about sex and what i liked in sex and how often i wanted to have sex and he was Mm -hmm. like well i don't know i'm a you know two three sometimes a once a week guy how can we find a way to work it for both of us well i'm it's negotiation like a business 
okay, I, I can go for two times a week, but you have to initiate it. Okay, I'm okay with that because yeah. I want that, yeah. right? But yeah. every once in a while, can I just leave you a note for you to initiate it? Yeah, mm -hmm. I will. It doesn't suck, yes. Would That's I rather good. have them come to me? Yes. But you know what? I want what I want. And if I have to take this path to get it, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> just like our kids in school. Yeah. If I'm not going to follow the crowd, I'm okay with that. Because you know where I would rather be? I'd rather be happy. I'd rather let my kid know I love you. I get it. I understand. I'm not going to push you just like my mate. Now, I am your not typical woman in the sense that I'm going to bring up the communication. Mm -hmm. But what happens for this situation you speak of is she got pissed off at this. And then this one came and this one came. And all of a sudden, you have Babylon. All right? Yeah. You have the Tower of Babel of all this anger and you're pissed off. Sure. We have to first break that down where the guy says, babe, tell me what it is I did. And she's going to rant and you have to let her. <laughs> okay. And that's why people go to therapy. Yeah. And then she has to go and he has to go, okay, I, I'm not that. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not everything you wanted from me. Do you not see who I am? I adore you. I will do anything for you. Please stop yelling at me. Just ask me, babe. Some things I'll be able to give to you. Can you love me there? Some things I'm not because I'm not that. Can you yeah. love me where I'm at and not what you expect? That's the but hard part. But who I am, it's really not that hard with conversation. Well, the conversation will bring it up, but the expectations are a pain in the ass right now because the perception on social media and other things has made somebody else's life look so much better. Oh, yeah. That you're coming home and now the problem is you're comparing, comparing, comparing. Yes, yes. And everybody thinks that when they're looking at that Instagram that... Francis's life is perfect. Yes. Look at it. It's awesome. I want yes. Francis's life, but they don't know what's going on before you hit that post. And the only reason my life is perfect, by the way, is because I'm okay with me. Mm -hmm. I'm okay that I fuck up. Excuse my language. I'm okay that I'm short. I'm okay that I'm fat. Okay. I'm okay that my husband is who he is. I'm okay that people are going to talk about me. Yeah. Does it hurt? Yes. Yes. It's not comfortable. No. I'm not going to change who I am to accommodate you. You don't see much of, look at me, see me on, right now, on any of those social medias, the look at me, see me is I'm doing podcasts, I'm marketing my book, I'm doing coaching, I'm loving coaching. Do People come to me and they go, well, how come you're okay? I'm not okay, mm -hmm. I'm jacked up. Yeah. That's the reason I can coach you is because I'm jacked up. Yeah. And sometimes I have to take my own advice to you. Yeah. And sometimes I need to go, oh, that's interesting. Look at, she is my camera, she is my TV looking in front of me and I'm going, oh my God, that's me, reflecting back. The only reason my life is good, I'm going to tell you right now, is because I have chosen to be happy. That sure. doesn't mean it doesn't suck every day and I want to kill somebody. And I, yeah, but, but you walk happy. But, but I walk happy and I'm willing to hear you. Yeah. Hear you. I'm willing to go or pull it from you because sometimes we need one to pull it from the other and yeah. that's uncomfortable. That's very uncomfortable. Listen, I got married to this guy because I was married for a year and divorced. I inherited my ex-husband's child who is now 40 years old. I didn't get married. I had no legal right to this kid. I didn't get married again until 10 years later. My mother said to me, if you divorce him, I'm going to keep him and get rid of you. Because she liked him so much. Oh. You think I did a good job? Of course, my mother liked him. I mean, you can't go wrong there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and who wouldn't love being loved by a, a woman that wants to take you in and hold you and nurture you and care about you, right? Mm -hmm. But he wasn't Chaldean. He's not Chaldean. Everything about him is Chaldean. But, you know, so... It's communication that has to happen calmly, mm -hmm. that has to come from the true depth of hurting somebody's feelings. Right, yeah, right. 
So who's the book for? Like who should go and pick it up? So, and, and what stage in their life should they be in when they pick it up? When 15. They decide to pick it up? 15. Really, okay. once you start having relationships. I mean, more and more we're letting our kids have relationships privately. Yeah. <laughs> At 15, 16 years old. It's happening. You know, yeah. I, I mean, if you want to lie about it, fine, that's on you. I would say... People will respect you more when you stand in pride of your choices. And I don't mean proud like proud. I mean like I'm not ashamed of yeah. the choices I've made. Is it uncomfortable? Did I have to learn from it? Yeah. And I'm done now. Can I put it down and walk this way now? Yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm the most imperfect person you'll ever meet. Right? This book is for both men and women. Mostly for women. I want women to not leave their men because he didn't buy me gifts every year. And you know what? But the guy that cheats on his wife all the time, can I have a conversation with you, baby? I don't want to do this. I get you're hurt. But you played a role in it. Yeah. You played a role in my behavior. I'm not making you wrong or bad. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I tried coming to you, but I didn't know how to communicate with you. Because when I tried to communicate with you, you got all upset. This is the woman's perspective? This is the woman. This is... The man comes in and he wants to talk to you about his feelings. Mm -hmm. The woman is all pissed off and has a tone in her voice. What's going to happen to you? You're going to go, fuck. I, well, I don't want to do it because I'm going to do what I'm right? going to do. So yeah. you're going to back up and get out of the way and back up and back up and back into yep. another person and back yep. up. What if I could have an open conversation? Babe, calm down. Let's work this out. You can tell me truly what's bothering you. Mm. Well, I get all upset when you when you did this and when you did that. And you never helped me with the kids and I hate cleaning the house myself. Hire somebody to clean the house, please, I beg you. Don't put it on the man. My husband cannot do handy diddly. He can't. Right. Okay? I'm hiring somebody. Other things, okay, so we, our intimate level is different. I got to talk to him every once in a while. Hey, dude, and boy, whew, he's so happy when he decides to join in because I'm a much kinder person, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And sex is such a valuable commodity in this world. It's yeah. our way of connecting, not just intimately, but there's a language that happens that you don't come from your mouth. Sure. Okay. When, you're, when you're connected with somebody, I, I, it don't, I mean... They can touch you, and the man has an erection. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just because yeah. of like how you feel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How you feel for one another. But then when it comes down to it, when like you're saying, you're pushing, you're pushing, mm -hmm. you're pushing, you push him to the point that it don't matter what you touch him, what you're wearing, what you're doing, it ain't happening no right. more. He's already veered the other way because you lost him. Mm -hmm. And it's like when they get to that point, it's a wrap. And before we used to work on it as a community and say, you know what, we can't do divorce, we can't do. Mm. This. Let's work on it. Now it's like quick. Let's make right. it happen. Get the paperwork ready. I'd like to offer you one last thought. Yes. The last thought is for both men and women, the best foreplay is a really deep, good conversation. You have a deep, good conversation with somebody, anybody, even your child, it lights you up. Mm -hmm. You feel free. Mm -hmm. I don't have to hold this anymore. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And then we talk about that some more, and you have this... I'm free. I can experience love. What are, what are the baby steps in, in leading up to that, that deep, Ask, deep it's, conversation? It's, it's simple. Baby, I want to have a conversation with you that's completely open. Our feelings may get hurt, but we have to leave those feelings in this time mm -hmm. of communication. And we have to keep the door open to have a communication like this again. I'm not trying to hurt you by telling you that your green socks just don't work, baby. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm not trying to hurt your feelings by telling you that, you know what, you're working so much and I need your time. 
I'm not trying to tell you that you're frumpy and you need to shower more by hurting your feelings. I don't want to tell you that, you know what, I would like to see you work out because you're so beautiful. At least dress nice for me, would you? It's going to hurt their feelings. Yeah. And I'm talking even worse stuff. I don't like sexually when we do this way. Can we try something new? You know, oh, I don't know. I'm, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Be okay with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say to you. Mm -hmm. Relationships are fabulous. Right. It's a shame that we can only take them to friendship and not take them to further. Yeah. And we don't have to be intimate to take them further. But when you make a commitment to somebody, that intimacy, that sex mm -hmm. is a very valuable commodity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It can keep people together. It can mm -hmm. break them apart. Really, that's how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. What's um? Just if you want to just dive in for a sec with the IamPerfectlyFrank.com, if we can just talk so, to people with that. What I do is I coach. I treat pain patterns because there's a lot of emotion that's held in the body mm -hmm. to release. And Anthony knows, and you know, it's not a comfortable experience. No. Mm -hmm. Again, be okay with being uncomfortable. You beat yeah. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also have written the book, and I'm doing podcasts. So at I Am Perfectly Frank, all that information is there. Cool. And, and uh, it's there for you. If you have a question, please feel free to, to fill out a form, ask the question, look at me on... Uh, Facebook and Instagram and I'm going to tell you I don't care if I'm seen what I care is can we give each other a message of love and what does love really look like sure. it has no boundaries mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now it's just not in marriage and in death love has no boundaries and I believe God and love are the same let's start living there yeah so one thing I'd like to before we end up um, exiting the interview soon but give me as a single man single man Give us one good thing from there that would make us persuasive today to actually go and want to so, think about a relationship. You know, like so if I if Anthony and I dove into this, what is in there that would say, you know what, that impact that's gonna impact you if you if you get to that point. You know what's gonna impact you is someone that accepts you for who you are, but you gotta start with you. So that's the you thing. Have, you have to go, I'm okay with me. You know what? I'm not gonna be afraid. That fear. Right away, breakthrough. Go, I'm going to go talk to her. The community can beat you down. I'm not going to lie Let to you. the community beat you down. They could. They, They're they, going to find fault. Do you they, like me? I love you. Do you like me? I love you. Okay, do you find fault with me? No. I bet you you question me in your head. That little when she cuts it, I don't like that. It's okay. No. Do you still like me? during the therapy okay. session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never thought that. Even from the first day when you shoved your hand right. in my mouth and checked right. my damn muscles. Don't judge before you start to see them and let yourself go through fear. It's, let yourself go through the front. I am going to go talk to her. Okay. I am. Or I'm going to say this. Or I'm going to say, you know what? You're very beautiful. You know, you're, you know, I mean, the last thing you want to say to a woman is your ass is big, but today that's good. <laughs> Well, I like big ass. Well, yeah, yeah. I say, where's Omar when you need him? He just comes up every morning. Goes, I like big butts, and I can. And he just walks out of my room. So here's the thing that I'm gonna do um, to ask you. You mentioned somebody, so just let that person know that I'm not stupid and she's not a bitch, and maybe we can make something happen. So, exactly. Take so, the risk, yes. you guys. All of us, men, women, take the risk. Women expect men should come to me. Why? You guys are just as afraid as the women. Especially today. Yeah. You know, the fear is not God. It is not love. It is darkness. Yeah. What is love? Is it uncomfortable? Uncomfortableness is going to arise in your whole life. I dare everyone. What's uncomfortable, do it anyways. And if you find out it doesn't work for you, it's not right or wrong. That didn't work for me. Back up and do it again. Awesome. 
Well, we could go on for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, uh, and we wouldn't run out of things to talk about. So let's uh, let's wrap this one up and and uh, continue maybe offline or maybe I'm going to sign up for one of your coaching sessions. <laughs> I really I really Wonderful. like I really like your your mind, your thinking, the way you lay everything out, and you know you're very eloquent and, and articulate, and it, it comes through. And it makes everybody feel good. Thank you. We thank thank you you for that. Eloquent. I like that. Just for the record, (laughs) they decriminalized mushrooms in Detroit yesterday. Yes. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. And And that's some of the things that people are down to open their mind because it's taking that PTSD away. It's taking their. You can do that also with with meditation. Yeah. Keep a little mushroom. Please. If anybody chooses to take that route, please make sure that you're in a guided environment and not alone because. You're going to be afraid, but if you're guided, you got somebody there with you. So I I beg you for that. And thank you so much, guys. I'm very grateful. I love being with you. I love, let's just hang out. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, so you you did uh, extend an invitation for us to come on to your podcast. Yes, I please. We'd love for that to happen. I would love that. Awesome. That would be so great. Thanks, guys. We're signing off. Thank you. We'll see you guys. Don't forget. Go get I'm, the book. Yeah, get the yes, book. Yes, please. Yep, here's the book. And the then man, remember. he's stupid, and the ghetto, she's so bitch. Yep. Yeah. And remember, I am perfectlyfrank.com. You can see all the things this young lady's doing on there. So signing off, Junior Binu, Anthony Toma, Francis McCullough, and our team of Keeping Up With The Chaldeans on YouTube. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, go to all the audios. You'll hear us on anything, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, iTunes, etc. So we'll see you guys next time. Signing off. And bye. Adios.